<sighs> Today's the third week of Easter. Okay, yes, it was supposed to be the third week of Easter. It's at least the third Sunday, and I missed it because I'm a dork, and I wasn't paying attention. I'll admit it. I suck. Anyway, <clears throat> always leaves me thinking, you know, about what it's all about and the readings and everything like that. Uh, so you guys know, uh, the readings for this particular day can be found... You know, the first lesson is from Acts. It's uh, chapter 2, verse 14a. You skip ahead to 36 through 41. That's fun. Psalms, uh, with Psalm 116, verse 1 through 3, commas, skip ahead to 10 through 17. Because that's how we play it. Um, the second lesson is First uh, Peter one chapter one verse 17 through 23 uh, the gospel is from Luke chapter 24 verses 13 through 35 it's kind of fun uh, but as always I'm left with one particular question is running through my head all week so you gotta bear with me and if you have the answer leave it in the comments but uh if Mary gave birth to Jesus, and Jesus is the Lamb of God, did Mary have a little lamb? There are Jews in the world. There are Buddhists. There are Hindus and Mormons. And then there are those that follow Mohammed's But I've never been one of them. How's your faith these days, Father? Fie Jesu Domine, Dona Eis Requiem. Oh, Lord. Oh, you are so big. So absolutely huge. Do you think maybe he's compensating for something? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. What do we learn? I don't know, sir. I don't fucking know either. I know. Horrible joke. Get ready for more. Honestly. It's, it's, it's a big part of my life. <sighs> oh, the reading, the reading, the reading. Oh, the gospel. You know, Karl Barth, one of the 20th century's most famous theologians was on a streetcar one day in Basel, Switzerland, where he lived and he lectured. A tourist in the city climbed onto the streetcar, sat down next to him, and they started striking up a conversation. Well, are you new to the city? Barth inquired. Oh, yeah, said the tourist. Is there anything in particular you like to see while you're here? Well, yeah, said the tourist. I'd love to meet Carl Barth. Uh, do you know him? And Barth smiled and said, Well, as a matter of fact, I do. I shave him every morning. And the tourist got off that streetcar very delighted. He got to meet Carl Barth's barber today. It amuses me. That tourist in the presence of the very person he wanted to meet the most... And he couldn't see him. Kind of reminds me of Mary's reaction on Easter morning. In her grief, she thinks that Jesus is the gardener. It isn't, of course, but until he called her name, 
she did not recognize it. She was speaking to her once dead friend and compatriot. And of course, it reminds me of today, this scene on the road to Emmaus, when later that same Easter day, two disciples were walking along for a while with the resurrected Jesus, and they too just had no idea with whom they were conversing. See, each gospel writer told this story differently. And for a lot of us, this adds a note of authenticity to these ancient stories. I mean, these were those chaotic reports of eyewitnesses to the most dramatic moment in my faith's history. When Jesus of Nazareth was raised from the dead, these weren't carefully crafted works of fiction. No one tried to reconcile the differing accounts. They had no desire to convince us that these events happened. They only wanted to report what they had experienced. In Luke's account on that first Easter Sunday, the women took the spices and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the mouth of the tomb, but they did not find Jesus' body. And two angels asked them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He is risen. And when they returned to the tomb, from the tomb, I should say, they told all these things to the disciples. But, says Luke, the disciples didn't believe the women because their words seemed nonsense. So except for the women's testimony, things were never entirely resolved that first Easter Sunday. And that's why this story of the two men on the road to Emmaus is so crucial to Luke's description of that first Easter. The two men were among those with whom the women shared that story of the empty tomb. And these men were going to Emmaus, which is about seven miles away from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about everything they had experienced and what had happened. And we don't know precisely who these men were. One of them was named Cleopas. And it's been suggested that other was Luke himself, but he omitted his name out of modesty. We really don't know. And we also don't know why they were headed for Emmaus. Maybe that was their home. Maybe in disappointment that they had concluded this grand journey with Jesus. They were just packing it in, heading back to the lives where they had... Author Nelson Searcy tells of visiting Disney World with his son a few years back. What a magical time. But they did not realize it until it was time to leave the theme park is that people who first designed the Disney theme parks did something pretty creative. They hid discreet images of Mickey Mouse throughout all of the Disney parks and various attractions. The images are simple, three connected intersecting circles that look like the outline of Mickey's head and ears, but they're everywhere. They're etched into the pavement, painted on the walls of rides, built into fences, and arranged into landscaping. So look for them next time you are in the Disney park or see pictures of it. 
It's pretty neat. And Disney World is just jam-packed with these subtle, hidden Mickeys. And most people don't see them because they don't know to look for them. Cersei and his son sure as hell didn't. They learned about the hidden Mickeys just as they were leaving. However, simple awareness is a powerful thing. When Cersei and his son said their final goodbye to Dumbo after learning about these hidden Mickeys and started heading for the parking lot tram, they started to see those hidden Mickeys everywhere. They began popping out of the woodwork, literally. And they had been at the park all day without seeing, seeing a single one of these hidden Mickeys. Oh, but as soon as they became aware of their existence, they realized they had been surrounded by them all along. You know, there's some things that must be believed to be seen. And that's what it is with life and faith. When something happens, good or bad, some people see a mere incident or perhaps a remarkable coincidence. Others see a miracle or a hand of God. It makes a difference whether you are seeing through the eyes of faith or the eyes of skepticism. The fantastic thing is just exactly how often when looking through these eyes of faith, you see the handiwork of God. Seeing God's handiwork in turn increases your faith and your awareness of God's presence. So I believe it was no accident Jesus had just had these two men on the road to Emmaus to recount all the events of the week just past. He wanted them to focus on how all they had been through together and all he had meant to them so that they would be prepared for him to reveal himself to them. I believe that is the value of gathering every week, listening to this podcast or going to church every week and worship. To once more put on those glasses of faith. And I have no doubt that those who make an effort to be here and listen every week see God's hand at work in their lives so much more than those who are casual about it. Because that's the way it works. In order to see Christ, you have to believe in Him and you need to be regularly in Christ's presence. So put on those glasses of faith. Take off those glasses of skepticism, doubt, and life, and it will take on a new meaning, a new wonder. Even those who are closest to him did not recognize him until they shook off their disappointment and despair. But when they put on the glasses of faith and realized he was in their midst, their heads burned within them. And it burned in joy and peace that the Lord Jesus Christ was alive. That's all I have for today. Remember, all are welcome. And come catch me on Twitch on April 25th, uh, 2023 at 7 o'clock Central Time on Twitch TV slash Jesus D. Christ. I'm going to be playing some Hearthstone. I'm going to be making a headband too. I have way too much yarn, way too many projects. I'm going to actually finish this one up. It's a little headband I was thinking about giving to my little princess, my stepdaughter. 
of Princesa. See, look at that. It's kind of neat, isn't it? So, join me. We'll talk some more. If y'all got questions or issues or anything like that, we can discuss them. It's a great place. Call them office hours, if you will. Anyway, I uh, got my link to all my links down below. I'm going to work on this. Why don't y'all go check that out? And uh, if I don't see it the next time, take care of each other. And remember, uh, even though I'm yawning, you ain't boring me. And I love you, fuckers. Peace.